Hey everyone, it's Jonathan Liff here from the Big Apple Film Festival. Uh, so for our screening competition, uh, we are happy to partner with Virtual Pitch Fest, who provides uh, our winners and our finalists uh, with pitches, where they can contact industry professionals, producers, uh, agents, and more, uh, and pitch their scripts. Uh, and so we are here today with the founder of Virtual Pitch Fest uh, and producer, David Koner Zuckerman. Uh, and so, David, uh, thanks for speaking with me today, and uh, let's talk a little about your background. Uh, so, David, you tell us what about yourself. For sure, uh, and you're very welcome. Thanks for having me, John. Um, sure. My background started with screenwriting and quickly went into producing features and eventually into the working for a company uh, that did studio films and uh, then back into doing more features again, and uh, at some point, uh, I was also doing some consulting, a lot of d notes for writers, and this was about 15, 16 years ago. And once I finished working with the writers and they felt they had a really good script, they would often ask me, what is the next step? And they didn't know what to do because they didn't have any connections, a lot of these guys and, and girls, gals. And so um, out of that question came the idea for the site uh, virtualpitchfest.com. And that uh, is something that we started just about 14, 15 years ago, and it really took off, and it enables screenwriters to send written pitches to industry pros with the assurance of a guaranteed response back to their written pitch. And uh, like you said, we have uh, many uh, participating companies on the site. We now have like 400-plus that are, that are uh, taking pitches, and we've had a number of success stories. We've had uh, Steven Spielberg purchase a spec off of a, a virtual pitch fest writer. We've had several produced movies uh, that happened through connections on virtual pitch fest. We've had many writers uh, signing script deals and selling specs and, and getting optioned and all that. So I feel very blessed, and um, I'm hoping that uh, I can help out your writers in the best way that I can. Cool. Uh, so now you're you're a producer as well. So you've been involved in the production of certain studio films and independent films and things like that. Correct. Yeah. I, one of my first films was a film called Chump Change that Miramax ended up uh, distributing, and that's a comedy, and it it did very very well for them. I did another film called Strictly Sexual. It was actually the number one watched film on Hulu of all time for like I think it was like eight to ten years. They made a series on that one, too, which I don't think is as good as the feature, but uh, nonetheless. So Strictly Sexual, Chump Change, I've done a couple Lifetime movies, a Hallmark movie, um, I think two Hallmark movies or Christmas movies, and and, uh, and I've got other features, and I've, I'm going to be actually directing the next feature that we do. So, um, yeah, so I have that very background. Yeah, very cool. Um, you know, what, one of the things I, I speak to a lot of screenwriters, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of screenwriters are a little frustrated with uh, in, in the Hollywood system is that it seems like it's a lot of uh, remakes, um, sequels, uh, book adaptations. Uh, how do you think the future looks in terms of original screenplays um, in, in, within the studio system? I think that everything is changing very rapidly. I think right now that you have so many other outlets uh, producing and distributing films, such as Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, um, even Verizon Digital, that, you know, Sony. There's so many other outlets now that 
the the business is just it's it's morphing, you know, every day. So on the one hand, I think it's really good news, especially for those who are interested in television. But it's also good news for those who are writing scripts that can be produced for, you know, under two million dollars because they seem to be cranking those kind of movies out a lot on Netflix, Hulu, and other in other um, places like those. In terms of the studios, um, they seem to be very interested in, in projects that, like you said, have already proven to be hits either as books or as series or as previous films. So in that sense, they seem to be only looking for really big budgeted type of scripts and maybe um, every once in a while a micro-budgeted script that you know they feel that they don't have to put a lot of money into kind of like a paranormal activity that has a chance for a huge payoff. Um, so, you know, that, that's, the, that's, that's the situation there. But the good news is there's a lot of other places where you can make your movie. And, and nowadays um, it's a lot easier as an independent, independent filmmaker to raise money for your own film and shoot it because of the, you know, every, that everything's digital and you can shoot everything, you know, digitally now. So I think it's pretty hopeful. Uh, for people, it's just a changing landscape. You think that uh, the idea of the of the series, the whole binge watching concept, is is going to continue to grow and become the really the future of, of 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 independent filmmaking, or do you think it's the the series is just sort of an addition, but the traditional hour and a half, two hour feature film is pretty much going to remain in place? I think it will, and I think that it, I mean, right now, I mean, you just can go on Netflix or Hulu or you know, Amazon, you can see how many series there are. It's pretty incredible. And that that gives folks uh, a lot of opportunity. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of writers out there that uh, might have movies that are genre movies, like maybe they're horror films that can be produced for, you know, less than a million or two. And I think those are the kinds of movies right now that Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are really interested in, as well as, like you mentioned, the series. The series is that you can binge watch, you know. Um, so it's, it's kind of an exciting time uh, as a writer. It's kind of like the golden age right now of television, you might say. Yeah, I, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like the golden age of binge watching, I guess. In a way. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> um, do you think um, the 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 response the responses you're getting through uh, through the producers and through the the agents through virtual pitch fest? Uh, do you think that they're more inclined to be looking at scripts uh, for series or, or, or for feature films, or is it just sort of a combination? It's usually a combination now. There are most Every producer now is looking for both, whereas it used to be even five years ago that either folks produced movies or they produced series. You know, but the landscape has changed uh, so much that most everyone is looking for both now. And what's nice about Virtual Pitch Fest is you can see – um, just by going on the site as someone who hasn't even joined yet, you can see who's looking for material. You can see what they've produced, what kind of writers they're looking for, and what they're currently seeking. And we have a lot of folks that are looking for, you know, uh, features, studio features, indie features, TV movies, TV series. So it runs the gamut. We have over 400 participating companies now. So you can, you're, you're definitely going to find a producer out there who's looking for what you have. I have no doubt about that. 
Right. There's even a, there's actually a page on your website, right, that talks about some of the success stories that are happening throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you go to the uh, if you go to the homepage and then you scroll down to the footer, there's a link success stories, and you can check that out or check out our testimonials. And it's nice. We're really proud of those. It, uh, it makes everything worth doing. Yeah. It's, it's a nice feeling. Okay, great. Um, do you think if a screenwriter has a script that's, you know, not something that would cost millions and millions to make, not like a blockbuster, you know, like a blockbuster kind of thing, um, do you think that uh, um, maybe look into like self-producing, or do you think it's still better to try to get it in the hands of an established producer? Well, it depends on what your ultimate goal is. If if your ultimate goal is to write and direct an indie feature that you want to raise money for, then then you should do that. But if your goal is to actually, get, you know, get something produced um, that you don't have to be involved with in terms of raising the money or putting your own money in, then you, know, you ought to try that. And both avenues are, are perfectly fine. There are a lot of people that, that don't mind, you know, just making their own indie movie and raising the money themselves. And there's others that would rather, like, get get involved in, in uh, getting to know producers and getting options and getting an agent and a manager. Um, one thing that uh, we've had many success stories, you've alluded to them before. So we've had, uh, I can't remember if we talked about this before, but for example, we've had several films produced. We've, uh, Steven Spielberg picked up a spec uh, off a of virtual pitch best writer. And we've had a lot of writers um, make script deals and sell scripts, but also a lot who found agents and managers. And uh, that's really exciting too for, for folks that, might have a, a number of projects and they're looking for somebody out there to represent them. Would you say that it's a your sort of representation? Say again? Would, would you say that it's essential for a screenwriter to have representation? It, I don't know. Not, it's not essential. Um, in fact, if you're a first-time writer, a lot of producers would rather you didn't have representation because it's easier oh. <laughs> uh, to, for them to work with you. So, um, no, it's not. And that virtual pitch test kind of, in a way, like, uh, makes uh, having an agent or manager less necessary because you can go straight to the source now. Um, and so, you know, but it does help often to have an agent or manager. And, you know, unfortunately, there, there used to be that this catch-22 in Hollywood, which is in order to sell a script, you need to have an agent. But in order to have an agent, you need to have sold the script. Um, right. And so virtual pitch test kind of subverts that catch-22 and enables writers to go directly to the source. And um, and the guaranteed access is really what is attract has been attractive to so many writers uh, that use virtual pitch fest. Right, because initially there were, or if there are, pitch fests that happen in person, but people would have to travel to those. So your your service really makes it easier, where you can just really pitch from home. Correct. So yeah. when I was working um, for Silver Lion Films, where we did Man on Fire and Crocodile Dundee and I think Club Dread as well, I would get invited as a development person to take part in live pitch events. And even uh, after I after I stopped working at Silver Lion as an indie producer, I was doing some of those as well. And then uh, in those events, writers would usually have to fly to L.A. and and the pitch events were part of larger writing conferences. And the biggest one was called the L.A. Screenwriting Expo. And at its height, it had 4,000 attendees. And um, 
after taking part in those events, I realized that, uh, that it would be easier and less costly for writers to be able to do this uh, online through sending a written pitch, because that's really what is important anyway, how you write. And when the crash of uh, 2008 came, um, Virtual Pitch Fest was just humming along, and the, and the crash combined with Virtual Pitch Fest really um, kind of it did away with these live uh, live events. To where now, if there's a some kind of a screenwriting expo, the most you'll you'll get are like 400 or 500 folks. So if you don't have the money, you know, um, to to fly to Los Angeles and you know play that, pay the plane ticket or and then pay the lodging, and then pay the writing conference fees, and then the pitch fees on top of that, it, it just became a lot easier for folks to use virtual pitch stuff. And uh, and especially for folks who might get nervous in front of uh, pitching live, you know. And pitching live to someone just, you know, isn't really the way things work anymore um, in Hollywood. It's not an essential um, skill until you've actually sold a couple movies, and then you're going in to pitch something, or you've sold... Uh, a pilot and you've been a staff writer for for a, a hit show for a couple seasons and then you want to go on and pitch your own show um, as a new writer as someone trying to break in um, it's not that necessary to be able to verbally pitch it's more necessary to learn how to to send a really good written pitch and we help folks with that we have an online pitch tool that people use and we also have a query editing service that comes for free when folks buy, uh, like, our, one of our top two packages. Okay. And and you, you do some consulting as well, is that correct? Yeah. I started at, um, before Virtual Pitch Fest, I had scriptcoach.com, and so um, I helped a lot of writers with notes, and folks were wondering what the next step would be, and, and uh, you know, so – that's one of the reasons we started Virtual Pitch Fest, to give writers a you know place to go once they had a really good script with no connections in town. And um, it's just luckily it just kept building every year. We started with, I think, 40 companies, and then it just kept growing and growing uh, year after year and doing better and better. And, um, you know, it's a great thing. Uh, people like the guaranteed access, and, and um, it's been great, you know, to see all these success stories that folks are having. And it's affordable, you know, um, for them. Uh, as a script consultant, um, you know, it's uh, it's also rewarding to see, you know, a script um, come in in a first draft and then several drafts later be something that's really ready to go. And I've had a I've had a number of those clients actually make movies. I've had a gal named Shamim Sarif. I think she's now directed three films. You can look her up. A lot of folks that uh, are selling and making movies have uh, used me or started out with me, so that's a cool thing as well. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for all the information. Really appreciate it. Uh, so David Koner Zuckerman, founder of Virtual Pitch Fest. Um, so thank you so much for your time. Uh, and, again, you know, Big Apple Film Festival is proud to partner with Virtual Pitch, Pitch Fest for the winners and finalists of our screenplay competition. So, uh, David, thank you so much, uh, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thank you. And it's virtualpitchfest.com, right? Correct. And uh, okay. looking forward right. to, to, to your clients. Okay. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye.